right, everyone. Hello and welcome to Comics News Today. I am Chester C. Busby III, and of course, I am joined by the Danelli Lama. How are you doing today, sir? Awesome. Ready to go and hit the news. Yeah, all right. That's what we're going to do. But uh, before we get into that, of course, we have some updates. Uh, just remember to uh, check out all our links down below and uh, come join us on Fanspeak uh, Facebook group and uh, get part of the conversation. Give us your opinions on news and reviews and all that kind of stuff. We want your opinion. Um, also, we have our art contest going on, which we're going to talk about that a little bit more uh, later today. Uh, we're going to do uh, kind, of, uh, kind of like a promo with some really fantastic artists, and uh, we want uh, you guys to come back and check that out later. Um, also, keep in mind that uh, we are doing uh podcast with anchor and uh, we're going to be start uh putting more and more of those on there uh so that's going to be really cool as well uh, now uh one thing that we definitely wanted to talk about uh today is uh getting into the comics titan fundraiser because uh that is coming up here on the 31st we're going to have the actual raffle uh denali and uh the comics titan fundraiser is a really cool idea that's come up from uh uh, Pope Fire and Eric Ninotowski. You want to tell the folks a little bit about it? Yeah. So for people who aren't unable to afford them because they are having hard times or difficulty at the moment, but they want to have the comic books that you know Comic Skates are giving uh, are selling right now through their campaigns, then reach out to uh, uh, Pope Fire and also Eric uh, Ninotowski. And they're the ones who are in charge of the campaign um, to give you the raffle. So I believe it's, what is it, $2 uh, for one ticket, it's $5 for three? It's uh, No, it's $3 for one ticket and $5 for two. For two, okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. No, it is um, great. And uh, yeah, go over and check out Comics Titans Fundraiser's uh, Facebook page and get involved in that. Absolutely. So some of the things that they're offering right now uh, for the raffles is maybe you'll get a signed copy of Stardust mm. or an original art from Jacob Bill from Beatdown Girl. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. Just to name some of the few things um, that they're offering or maybe a statue, you know as well so there's some cool things and the current books are um giving out is lone star brand flying sparks black and white blue mamba ask our jungle books detective dead punchline iron jacks um t-bird and throttle the fairy man there you go bikini cowboy asami uh just to name a few um that they're offering so for those that are interested to help out by a raffle, you know, and you might win and that's awesome, but you're also helping people get comic books and that's the best part of it. It is. Uh, and uh, I, I think it's a great idea and we want to see more and more of these things going on in the community, uh, like the <coughs> art contest we're doing and uh, 
Pope Fires uh, charity, and uh, we've heard a lot of a lot of things in, that are going on, and it's uh, it's fun, right? It's community based, and we're we're enjoying ourselves. Uh, so uh, everyone, it's over here in the uh, chat and uh, uh, viewing us today. Thank you very much. We appreciate you coming and checking us out every day and joining us. Uh, we're having a lot of fun doing this, and we hope you are too. Uh, keep in mind, by the way, all you have to do is go over to the Facebook page, or you can go over to my page, uh, uh, Facebook uh, Chester C. Busby III, and tell me to put you on the show, and Chester will do that. Uh, we have mm -hmm. Maniac Man uh, 2030. Uh, hey, Chester. Hello, Maniac Man. Uh, we have Joshua Hughes, our most favorite troll. Uh, I claim this check, uh, chat for the Cult of Raven with his various spelled language. But, you know, you weren't first, Joshua, so I don't think you can claim it. But uh, that's all right. <laughs> Enjoy your claiming. Uh, now, um, before we jump into the news a little bit, uh, Denali, I thought we'd talk a little bit about the seasonal uh, uh, things that are going on here. And, um, of course, Halloween is right around the corner. We're going to have our special show on Halloween, so that's going to be fun. But uh, uh, how about you, man? When you were a kid, were you into Halloween or, or you didn't do much with it? Um, I didn't do much with it with my family. Um, we kind of tended to just sleep in most of the time for that. Um, my parents didn't see the value of giving me candy when I was hyperactive. So oh, it's just like adding gasoline into a raging bushfire. So they were like, nope, nope. Oh, well, you know, uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, some parents are, uh, don't want to give all the candy and all that stuff. And that's totally cool. Uh, it's mm -hmm. not, doesn't have to uh, be something everybody does, but uh, a lot of us, of course, uh, do enjoy the, um, Halloween. I've certainly enjoyed it my whole life. I've I've had uh, every year I had a good costume. A lot of mine were homemade instead of being bought, uh, which I think personally is better. Uh, but actually, for me these days, uh, what I do because I have a a private school over here in Japan, and uh, I put on a mm -hmm. Halloween show uh, party every year for the kids, and we just had that last week, and uh, they had a lot of fun. We played games, we had a costume contest. And the cool thing for me is I've been doing um. Uh, Halloween parties, Halloween events, Halloween haunted houses, all that kind of stuff over here in, uh, uh, in where I am in Japan for, ooh, I don't know, 16 years, I guess. Uh, and the cool thing about it was that uh, when I first started, they had no concept. And when they, I told them everyone to come in a costume, and they, they had just these flimsy little things they bought at the dollar store. And it, it, it wasn't much of a costume at all. But now, after all these years of doing it and them understanding it, I see these incredibly elaborate uh, uh, attempts, uh, just as much as you would see in the West. Uh, like, for instance, <laughs> in the, in the um, costume concerts we had this week, I had a little girl who dro dressed up like a uh, uh, Starbucks coffee uh, costume. <laughs> uh, and she made it all That's herself. Fun. Her mom helped her. It was very cute. Um, so I love Halloween, and I'm having a lot of fun with it over here. Um, wow. That's kind of awesome because you're building a tradition. That's how traditions kind of happen. You know, somebody brings that new idea in and they start doing and they forget it, but they do it. And especially with a small community that you live at, you know, mm -hmm. that could that could be entrenched there, a new festivity for them. Oh, so it's very possible. I, I have... Uh... I have, I don't know if you've noticed, Dan, but when I decide to do something, I kind of go in with uh, uh, both feet, you know, and uh, I actually was, when I first got here, I was having these um, uh, Halloween events at all the uh, gymnasiums at the elementary schools, all all of them, and I travel around and I built uh, like these portable walls to build a haunted house, and I, I just went, we went 100% in on it, 
and uh, yeah, I have built. They have they have Halloween parties every year now. Uh, haunted houses. Uh, Halloween is pretty big in this uh, little town I live in, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a great experience. I think one of the cool things here is uh, in the in the Japanese villages and towns, their graveyards are on the mountainsides because Japanese tend not to live on the mountainside because of the earthquakes and stuff um, and flooding. Uh, but on they put the uh, the graveyards on the uh, on the uh, mountainsides there, and of course there are these stone things because they they cremate they have cremation here, uh, but there are spooky things at night, right? And the uh, challenge through the uh, forest. Oh, it is, <laughs> man. And what we'll do is have a couple of uh, the adults hide up with scary masks in the haka, uh, the graveyard, and they have to climb the stairs in the haka and see if they're brave enough. Uh, and it's, it's a lot of fun, but you know, I hope you guys are all, uh, enjoying your Halloween and, uh, various, uh, uh, moving up to it. Do you do anything like maybe just, just for instance, just watching horror movies, Denali? Yeah, I do that. You know, pop in the old scary movies, like the first Jason's of her Halloween's, you know, kind of make it a tradition. So you like the slasher flicks then? Um, you know, sometimes scares, those are the, just the ones that came up because we're talking about slasher films. I like more the shining kind of like the more funny ones, like the frighteners. Have you ever seen that with Michael oh, J. Fox? I love the frighteners, man. That is a great movie. Yeah. So it's hard, but it's also funny. And I kind of like that. That's why I kind of enjoyed like the evil dead, you know, make me laugh, but give me some frights as well. Um, and Kat asked, you know, have you ever got your uh, community to carve out pumpkins as well? Uh, well, that's difficult seeing as we don't have pumpkins. Uh, we did try <laughs> one year uh, where we actually got a bunch of pumpkins in. They were a bit hard, uh, unfortunately, um, and it, it was kind of turned out to be a mess. They were smaller than we thought, and it was very expensive. Uh, I did try, uh, but it's just not practical here, unfortunately. Oh, that's too bad. It is, yeah, oh. it is. Well, all right, so but Primark uh, and <laughs> hey, Primark. So what? What did you guys dress up for Halloween as a kid? So, um, the only time I ever dressed up was for a, a Halloween birthday party, and that was with being Superman. <laughs> that's about the extension of my forte in that. How oh, about wow. you? Oh, Superman is a great yeah. costume. Uh, no, my yeah. best. I I had a lot of costumes, like I said, but uh, uh, my best costume, without question was the blue falcon and my mom made me made that for me and i still have fond memories of it and i actually saw the photo of it uh not too long ago and it actually still holds up i was like wow that was a good costume because you know when you're a kid you you have these memories of things that's uh, far more golden and uh and uh huge than than they might be in reality but uh actually it was a really good costume looking back at it uh but yeah blue falcon for sure Model awesome. 3, hello, sir. Good evening. Okay, guys. Well, uh, if you guys have any more Halloween comics uh, today or over the next few days, certainly give them to us. Uh, we, we certainly want to enjoy the holiday as it goes along. But uh, what we're going to do now is we are going to jump into the news. And we're going to jump into the news with something really cool. Uh, so uh, we're going to start out here, uh, Danelli, and we're going to talk about mm-hmm. Mr. Billy Tucci. Now, I know I love his art and his she. Uh, you enjoy uh, Mr. Tucci's art as well? Absolutely. 
Um, and he also has a channel as well. So if you guys want are interested, you can always go to his channel um, and see him draw cover arts and other things. And he's a, he has interesting stories. And that's always what draws me into those artists. You know, the stories that they tell while they're drawing and kind of letting you guys know. And, you know, the best personalities, are the, old, the ones are always much helpful. And I think that's yeah. what kind of gravitates me, kind of like how I gravitate towards um, Artie Bear. You know, he tells wonderful story while he's showing, you know, how to do the arts and how to do the crafts. You know, so it's not that. <laughs> it's entertaining and informative as well. Yeah, it is. No, I've seen some of his stuff too. Uh, he's got a bit of a potato for a computer and uh, not a very good camera. I wish he'd upgrade that because I think it. Uh, he he is an amazing mm -hmm. artist, uh, but he definitely needs to get uh, better equipment. But uh, he's a fun guy, that is for sure. And uh, yeah, Archie Bear did, does kind of come to mind when you think about that. But you guys go check it out. Billy Tucci's got a YouTube channel. Uh, and of course, he's a great artist as well. Now, this is uh, on Bleeding Cool here, this uh, news, and it's from uh, uh, Rich Johnson. And uh, it says that Billy Chuchi's she now has a teenage daughter. Uh, and uh, we're getting into this article, and they're showing some of this great Billy Chuchi art. And just, just phenomenal stuff. Uh, but Denali, why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, what is this article going on about? What, what's, the, uh, what's the point here? So he made a character way back when. Um, called she which is a female half japanese character um and when he released it at i think 93 94 um it was so it was popular because it was first time you know having that kind of character now he's updating the storyline and updating the setting to include the daughter which is next <laughs> which is next to him so like all parents you know um, she is now becoming a parent for a teenage daughter. That's cool. And, of course, that might be so, playing off a little bit, too, because he's a father uh, himself. Absolutely. Uh, so it's uh, just evolving the thing. And she, of course, is. Uh, it was an interesting comment. I remember reading it when I was younger. Uh, mm -hmm. But, of course, the important thing is the art. Oh, stunning. Billy Tucci is a stunning, stunning artist. He's exactly the type of art that I like. Uh Absolutely. So, yeah, beautiful. And an interesting fun fact for the uh, those of you uh, who can see this. Uh, we're looking at a piece of art here from uh, Mr. Tucci where you have this young modern girl sitting next to she uh, dressed in her anachronistic clothing. And she's holding so, a, a naginata. But just a little fun yeah. fact for you. Uh, here in Japan, the naginata is a woman's weapon. It is something that the women were trained in to use to defend their homes in case the men failed. Uh, so I know a lot of uh, artists like to use the naginata, but it actually is a woman's weapon, not a man's weapon. So this would be interesting with you. So you have children living in Jap in Japan, went to the university. So um, this could this might touch more to you because you have personal experience with your own wife and children as well. Oh, sure. No, I'll definitely check it out. It's um, I like Billy Chuchi anyway. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's funny in this picture, the girl is sitting there blowing bubble gum and looking on her smartphone, just kind of, you know, giving her mother a wait a moment finger. And uh, yeah, it's very standard for a parent to have to deal. But uh, it's cool. A little happy news right there. A little happy news. All right. Durankin says, as long as he doesn't name the daughter high, it will be all right. Sure. <laughs> Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's move on from that happy little news into news that is not as happy. 
Uh, now, um, uh, this was out a couple of days ago, but we uh, wanted to look at it anyway. Uh, so, uh, let me see here. Now, uh, tell us about this uh, article right here, Janelle. So, picture right there is Mark Zaid with a Z. <laughs> so, he's, he's a real uh, who, person. It wasn't some kind of joke. He, okay. Correct. And he's Mark's Wade lawyer. Sometimes Universe likes us to throw us those little jokes. And he was uh, a couple days back comparing the bomb suspect to Cometscape. So, you know, you know how wow. they start out with, yeah, you know how they start out like they're talking about one topic and then they completely shift and make the implication of something else. And oh, yeah. Like taking someone who simply disagrees with you and then calling them a Nazi, being completely unaware exactly what that means. Mm -hmm. Or yeah, I so you're so yeah, it's like they're talking about one thing and then they say, blah 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 blah, and you know we can read actually what he says uh, because they have it on the article as well. Yeah, and okay. It's, well, it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of funny. So yeah, go ahead. We got some tweets. Yeah, please read it yeah. away. So, so this guy, 50 years old, lived with his mom, wasn't in debt, alt-right Trump fanatic. I'm thinking he shares characteristics of many members of Comicscape. So wow. he starts out Jeez. with there, and then he goes left and just includes us. With, he's like, okay, so how did he come up with this? Oh, Why did he come up with this? Well, but, I am a guy. I'm not quite 56. I live with mm -hmm. a woman who I made a mom, if that counts. <laughs> Are you in debt? No, I'm not, actually. I, I'm completely, completely in the black, actually. Excellent. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and by the way, I charge Mark Wade $1,250 for this tweet, so please donate to the legal funds at GoFundMe.com. Now, I wonder if that's true. And if it is true, why would you say something like that? I mean, talk about arrogance. Goodness. Oh, let's <laughs> so, so, no, no, no. This, But this is kind of funny. So we need to keep him tweeting. Keep him tweeting because he's okay. charging Mark Wade $1,250 per tweet. And he's been tweeting like about, uh, say, 20 tweets. Um, nine that EVS called. So he's up to I don't know what's what's a math who's a math whiz here, 150 times 20 tweets in the last couple hours, twenty five thousand wow. dollars based on what he wrote there. Yep. So yeah, so 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 everything that he raised there, he's just everybody's just giving him to tweet this. So so every so everybody knows that now. It's it caused Mark Wade one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars per tweet from his lawyer there you go. so we, keep, we make so, him pay make him pay man um actually yeah. uh uh makes an interesting comment here about uh billy tucci the previous story uh she said that he's using kickstarter and she can't support the leftist kickstarter now you know it's really interesting thing with that is uh i've been doing uh, uh i'm 
mainly into board games and stuff. Uh, I've been doing that for years, and uh, uh, we use Kickstarter all the time. Matter of fact, kick, board games are kind of what makes Kickstarter their money, to be honest with you. Uh, but uh, we always kind of looked at Indiegogo as being the leftist one. Uh, but now that I'm over here with this and looking at both sides, well, that is definitely true. Kickstarter is has become toxic. Uh, and Indiegogo is certainly open to uh, having, you know, making money. <laughs> which is which is good. And by the way, uh, Dr. Wright, hello, I see you there. Um, nice to see you. Uh, the link is in the group. You can join if you'd like, sir. Uh, but go ahead, Denali. Keep keep yeah. reading this amazing Marcus Zaid, <laughs> this 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 expensive and very important man. Go ahead. Absolutely. So, oh wait, he must might have most recently been living in his van rather than with his mom. Is that a step up or a step down? I don't know. Was so? it a was it a step van? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. All right, yeah, it's keep, true. It, keep at but, it, man. But that no, no, no. That's it's wonderful. Just keep yeah, yeah. him tweeting because that cost him Mark Wade one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, we're up to twenty five hundred dollars. Let's read the one that brings yep. us up uh, uh, beyond that, man. We are ooh, we're getting up in the the four thousand dollar territory now all right go ahead absolutely these comic skate people are so pathetic they live for conspiracy this guy and i have no clue who he is think i or mac wade is false flagging his youtube videos as we if we could care less heck that's why i don't even mind giving him some attention here okay um, is he talking which about? is kind of, um he's talking about uh ricotta law oh. um and here's an interesting thing about it, and I think uh, Tug touched about it as well, which um, was that he had to erase a Facebook post because one of the people on the comments says, hey, Mark, did you want me to take care of this guy in regards of, uh, yeah. So he had to delete. Yeah, take care of this guy. Mm. So... That Facebook got de uh, deleted, and when they mentioned it, he said it was false news until, uh, you know, the internet, nothing is truly erased, and they found it in the archive and uh, screenshotted it back to him. And he remains silent at the moment. Um, nice. But, yeah, um, you guys, just, just a reminder, every time he tweets, it's $1,250. So... All those, so all that donations is actually that seventy five thousand dollars. It's just to pay for all the tweets. Yeah, yeah, and the rest of it's going to go to Richard because that's what he's <laughs> yeah. doing. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, just uh, uh, welcome to uh, uh, Hillel Pernod or Penrod. Hopefully, I pronounced that correctly. Uh, and yeah, he said another uh, uh, twelve fifty uh, for the tweet. Yep, absolutely, sir. Uh, and uh, let's uh, let's see. Are there any more here? Do we have? Oh, we do. We have more tweets. Oh, oh, it's that picture. Okay, go ahead. Uh, go yeah, ahead, you're on a roll, man. Racism, yeah, racism and insensitivity and harassment is never the answer. Help us fight it. Spread the word. Yeah, spread the word. Get him to tweet. That's for all that yep. cost him another one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. Wonderful. Oh, there he is, the man. Oh. Oh, there's more. My goodness, this guy is just spending money left and right. Go for it, man. Help us fight racism intolerance towards women in LBGTQ 
in the comic book community. My client, Markway, has created a GoFundMe page to offset the cause of the lawsuit we are defending and paying for this tweet. It is time to stand up to Comicscape because principle and ideals matter. You know, um, he has a little point because we are fighting racism and intolerance towards women in, right. in the LBTG. I think he's a little confused. I think he forgot to put anti-Comicscape oh. there. Well, there but, you go. But that yeah. correction would be another uh, another $1,200, man. So Yeah. No, no, no. We got to keep doing it. No, keep going. Holy goodness. Um, He's still, wow, he just spending money. Money, money, money. Go for it, man. <laughs> Help us fight racism and intolerance towards women in the LPTGQ. In the book, uh, comic book community, my client has created a GoFundMe page to help offset the cost of the lawsuit we're defending. It's time to stand up to comics because principle and ideals matter. So he's now repeating himself and costing Mark Wade another $120. Uh, $1,200. Yeah, $1,200. So, no, this is fine. This is fine. Keep No, we like Zade. Is, is I like more? this guy. Is, could there possibly be more? It could there be? Let's oh see. my goodness, there is more. This is what the alt-right folks of comic skates do. They try to harass and taunt those who object to the racist and discriminatory views of women in the LBGTQ in the comic book community. Their efforts won't work or deter. Yep, okay. And of course, we don't talk about those things over here because we don't actually care. Uh, but uh, actually, we're far more diverse than they are in reality. Uh, oh, is this a response? Oh, a response. Maybe I'll read the response. Uh, switch sure. point. I'll get that pesky plumber hog. Did some work for a yellow flash guy. Found some interesting photos of Mark Zaid. Have fun and use these uh, for whatever you see fit. Maybe meme them. Use them for a title card. Whatever fits your needs. Hashtag comic cake. Hashtag gamergate. Uh, yeah, okay. The, I guess you could use him, but the, he's just a normal looking fellow, to be honest with you. He's not a particularly, uh, anything funny there, but you know, let's see. Oh my goodness. He is spending money. <laughs> and, uh, Hillel, thank you very much for keeping a running count, sir. Uh, this is, uh, very useful. Okay. Go ahead, Donnelly. All right. I know this firsthand as Comicscape trolls attack me because of my legal representation of Mark Wade. Typical alt-right manipulation and harassment, no doubt, happens on the left as well, but certainly not as pronounced. Uh, the internet has unfortunately given alt-right a voice. Mm. And then he tweets another another tweet <laughs> from it. So he, that's... Wow, that, that's a he double one. Hello. Yeah. That is two. All right. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's the interesting thing. He doesn't really talk about why his uh, client is being sued. Isn't that interesting? You know, he talks about defending, you know, women in the LTGBQ community plus minus um, anti non-binary one, two, three, four stuff. But he doesn't talk about the actual reason why his client is being sued, which is tortious interference, which means that a third party interfere in a contract, a business relationship between two parties, and that third party was unrelated whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So, and well, causes 
financial damage to one party. Oh, sure. Yeah. And we have Miracle Man here. He's got something to say, too. Uh, Miracle Man says, hey, Mark Zaid, Esquire, if you need further evidence, a gators are a troll army who enact harassment campaigns. Be sure to check all the comments on the GoFundMe page. Oh, we will. We will, Mr. Miracle Man. We'll absolutely change that. I mean, they're not known for subtlety, but to swarm on the GoFundMe page. That strategy right there. Okay, well, you know, we, we learned that from you. All right. Uh, and, uh, oh, look, he gives a response, too. Wow, we got a lot of them going on here, Janelle. What does he say? <laughs> it's actually fascinating to watch. But having been in the comic book community for over 45 years, mm -hmm. it's also sad to see, too. Wow. So he's been in the community as well. He says so. Hmm. Okay. I hope people, you know, can follow up on that. We really want to know how he's been part of the comic book community. I mean, is he a reader? Is that we just need clarification about that? It just showed that they're scared and it perfectly reflects the type of character they truly are. Mm. This tweet will now be troll. Wait for it. One, two, two three. And that's Three. the end of it. Wow. So what was the total there? Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> sweet, so, sweet. Well, so, you know, what do you think, Danelli? Does this deserve a rant? No, no, no. We just need to let everybody know who are listening in the audience in the chat. Um, have them continue to tweet because it cost Mark Wade one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars sure. and just through this article he came up with a total of ten thousand dollars yeah and besides it's clip it's bait anyway they're just trying to get you to troll on them that's what they want so you know what yeah next uh now this one is very interesting Danelli. <laughs> why don't you tell us yeah because uh, we had the article that came out uh, the other day that we read that uh, that facebook message which was wow that was very interesting. We read yeah. the whole thing, right? Uh, and here Correct. we have another one, uh, uh, I, I'm guessing. It's not the same person. It's a different person, right? No, same person. Um, this is a update and kind of clarification and more context oh, okay. of what we read. So the person on the right is Sharon uh, Pierce, Lost uh, Outlaw. And nice Halloween costume she, she's got going on. Sweet. Yeah, from the, uh, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so they uh, put in the Facebook message that she wrote um, that we read um, yesterday about, you know, his abusive behaviors and poor business practice. But they also add um, a interviews from CBR that he did um, way back about what happened that situation. So I think it would be good to hear the other side of the story, how he presents the information. Well, sure. Uh, go ahead and read that be, for the folks, man. But, but before we read it, let's go back up to the picture. Okay. Right um, here. Yep. So the gentleman on the left is Jason Outlaw Pierce, and that's the husband of Shannon Pierce. That was the, that was his then girlfriend, then wife, who he divorced and handed over the comic book store um, in the middle. And that's Miss um, Blanche. Um, so she's also a writer um, as well and wrote some comic books. Um, I can't remember specifically off the top of my head right now. Um, and then there's uh, Mr. Wade in his full glory with a smirk. And, as usual. You know, yeah. 
And just, uh, and just keep in mind, guys, as we go into this, uh, please uh, hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification uh, bell so you know when we're coming on and, uh, you know, share it out. Let it help us grow and help us, uh, you know, continue doing what we're doing. We really appreciate what you guys are doing. But uh, Danella here is going to take us into the depths of, I'm guessing, Mark Wade's mind. Yes. Kingdom Sweet. come comes soon. <laughs> All right. Well come down here yep. and you can go ahead and read it so from cbr uh news can you explain what happened to the sword over the past few weeks and why your former partner is out of the picture mark wade there's a lot of factors that created a situation where i had to offer our partners a full buyout and none of them evil none none criminal none cheerful or celebratory but the heart of it came down to the fact that he hasn't been treated particularly well or with transparency by his previous partner over the calendar year of 2014 we kept facing uh face planning against more and more profit crippling back taxes bill that hadn't been disclosed to us when we originally bought in oh, every time we thought yeah every time we were current some other ghosts from alter ego pads would surface christy and i had to divorce ourselves from the entity if we wanted to stay solvent if we're going to continue into 2015 we desperately needed to the clean um debt slate we thought we were getting when we first partner up and that meant reincorporating as ah yeah comics and that means ah yeah comics is officially a chain okay so so basically he did nothing wrong and it's uh somebody else or something else's fault but he Correct. did disclaim that there was that what was said to him didn't happen. He didn't say I didn't do that. He didn't say that didn't happen. He just is trying to explain why it happened. It's interesting. Yeah. So there wasn't nothing in there. Um, it appears that from the first article when we spoke about Sharon Pierce outlaw, um, that I guess Jason Pierce had signed an NDA to not say anything about the matter um, when and I guess he had to pay from that, but it doesn't seem like she had the NDA and could say it out. So she's basically seeing this and I guess felt the need to report, you know, this is what's going on. This is a trouble. But this is can continue with the same trend that we've been hearing since 2000, that he has a uncontrollable temper and he creates situations that you know makes it uncomfortable for people to work with yeah, and no. yeah this is well known about that's, him that's right yeah, yeah. so this is just another pattern and this could be you know with this information this could actually be used as a further evidence of pattern if the uh richard myers lawyers want to use that as building a case against Mark Wade by showing history of him, you know, being like that's like even with a legitimate reason he had he went into this. And now look at this. He knows how to do it and he did it when he has no business to interfere. Yeah, well that's so, what he does. <clears throat> it's uh, mm -hmm. it's just a pattern, right? Uh let's come over yeah. here to the chat and see what these guys are saying here. Uh, Draken says that uh, you see the colored picture I dropped on Twitter, the one of the links covered by Miller and the Spawn versus Cyberfog by E.J. Morgs. 
Uh, no, I haven't, but I will go check it out. Uh, Draken, everyone should go check that out. Uh, uh, he's uh, continues to talk about that. Uh, Primarch uh, Sarnguinius says, I'm honestly not convinced that Zade isn't just Mark Wade's alter ego. Well, it is an interesting uh, prospect, especially because of the very similar names. Uh, it, it, it saw, I thought it was odd when I heard it, but hey, you never know. He could be trying to troll us. Um, let's see, anything else here? Uh, no, guys, you're just interacting with each other. Uh, so, yeah, no, let's continue with this, though. We are not done, folks. Uh, we are going to go over here. And then, oh, well, let me go ahead and refresh this, okay? Let's see what, uh, what yeah. we're up to. Now, uh, $46,505 has been raised out of the $75,000 that he wants. Now, that's not a small bit of money, huh? No, but just got to remember, just subtract 10000 from just the tweets we read. Yep, that's true. That is good. Uh, good point. Good point. Uh, but, uh, of course, we've been covering this past couple days because it's funny. And we're getting a kick out of it. Oh, look, Chris Morris put $100 down. Hi, Chris. Good job. Mm -hmm. Good job. Good way to throw your money at Richard Meyer. Uh, we're not going to go over what all it's about, but basically he's he's just saying that he's he's the white knight protecting all the all the diversity peoples who are too weak to protect themselves because he is the great Mark Wade uh, from the evil, evil, evil that is Comsgate, in particular Richard <laughs> C. Meyer. And of course, we all know that has nothing to do with it, but it has to do with him being a bully and going over yeah. and forcing Antarctic Press from dropping the publishing of Drawbreakers. That is the reality and it's so funny to me because it's literally the opposite of what he's claiming but these people over here that's throwing money at him are either his friends which is fine or people who have not bothered to research it at all not even a little research this is not speculation folks this is documented that's why it's going to court so you don't go to court and then uh, with it just a, a complaint that oh my healings my feelings were hurt and then actually get the case no, you get that because you have evidence, and they do have evidence. And a little bit of research would show you at least that you should sit back and wait to see what happens with this because it doesn't look good. Uh, but anyways, what we want to do is uh, to continue looking at these comments that we were reading the past couple of days. Uh, and Jeffrey Ro uh, Rob says, Comicsgate can go fork themselves. Well, we have a spork. I don't know yeah. about a fork. See what the I did spork. there? That was kind of funny. You know, spork made <laughs> yeah. goes to Japan. That was a joke. Spork, yeah, Spork will protect us from the fork. He will. He will. Uh, and he got uh, Kathleen here who says, people he needs assistance, not hateful remarks. Oh, hateful remarks. Are there hateful remarks? I don't know. Let's continue. What is what is Chris Morris? He gave $100. Let's see what he had. This is it. Yeah, this is important case. Plus, Mark is one of my writing heroes. And one more thing, he was nice to me when we met. Oh, wow. You know, I that that's really good. He was nice to you. All right, excellent. And what did Jesse say? Sad to see that Mark Way has become such a villain. Ooh. Uh, Jesse has an opinion. Uh-oh. He must mm -hmm. be the, that hater comment we were hearing about. Uh, Dustin here yep. says, well, look at that. The who's who lineup of people I should never buy products from again. Mark Wade is an ideological bully, a coward, and broke the law by committing tortious interference. Did I mention that he broke the law? If you stand with him, you don't deserve a penny from comics fans. Get him, Dustin. Get him. Yep. And this is through, and we're reading these comics, uh, comment uh, through GoFundMe mm -hmm. uh, on the Mark Wade page. So directly Absolutely. from there. 
Just go to GoFundMe and check out Mark Wade, and you'll see all this wonderful glory of ignorance that's going on over here. Uh, like from uh, uh, Pearl, who says, in need of help. I don't know if she's saying Mark's in need of help or she's in need of help. Well, whichever. Uh, what you does know, Sean Gordon have to say, Denali? I donated because people who are against increased diversity of race, gender, sexual orientation, or and gender uh gender identity among the people who make comics and character who appear them can piss up a chimney. Okay. I've never heard it really put that way. Uh, chimneys and uh, urination, but Hey, you learn something new every day, I guess. Uh, but mm -hmm. uh, the, the funny thing for me is that uh, it's kind of like a broken record, huh? Folks, they keep going on about how much we hate these specific things. And the simple fact of the matter is I haven't heard anyone hating on any of those things. Have you done? No. No. no, we. I missed it. We, what, yeah, no. What we dislike about the current trends of comic book and what's being written and being sold to us is a pandering of hollow representation. Ooh. That they're they're not real representation. They're stereotype dressed up and saying, "See, this is must see TV." Here, two guy kissing, and then it, it doesn't really matter. There's no emotional impact. There's nothing to be said. It's just there to pander and get. Oh, yeah. It's a. It's basically a clickbait that you can't return. Oh no, no, it's absolutely. And in, in, in truth, it's quite disrespectful. Uh, and this is the thing we see with these extreme progressive types. Uh, they. They say that they're protecting people, but in truth, what they think is is that they look down on them. These people are less. They're weak. They're un incapable of protecting themselves. I must because I am better. I am superior. That's how they think, and that's how they can throw these things around so easily without even you know contemplating. You know, you don't even know who you're, who you're talking about, let alone what you're talking about. Uh, but that is the fight. That is what's going on. We are complaining about poor art and poor stories, and they are simply saying, "Well, you complain." Therefore, that means you are this horrible thing. Let me think for a minute, and I will find something more horrible to say to you. Uh, and that's what they yeah. do. And uh, that is the and, whole reason we're here. <laughs> yeah, and we definitely recommend that you guys look into it yourself, those who are listening in the future. Um, read up, make your own decisions, make, be informed of what is being said. Um, and, and ask the questions, you know, why is this an issue in the first place? And look at the cause. And you'll see that, you know, those who are, they labeled us as Comet Skate. And we, and because they feel threatened by us because we're telling the truth. And the truth is sometimes not what people like to hear. No, most of the time they hate to hear the truth. They like to hear only what sounds good to their ears and if you tell the truth they get angry because they can't confront it true all right well let's come over here to the chat and see what you guys are saying mm -hmm. uh they're having a bit of a conversation between themselves but uh uh dirk uh draken is talking to primark sanguinius and he says uh, i mean from what he said uh he has one big uh, uh one big cases but that could just be luck uh, Primark says, uh, it seems like he was a fairly competent lawyer before Twitter became a thing. And, uh, Draken says, or he just couldn't act stupid in public without Twitter. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Hillel says, uh, if I 
counted correctly. The screen went up and down a couple of times, but I think I was accurate. I think you did. I think you did a great job. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, they're continuing over here. Draken says, you know, Marvel and DC could literally use that list of supporters to clean house if they were smart. Uh, I think we've all made that understanding that uh, they're not. Uh, then your business says, I'm steamed. Who but a lobotomized chimpanzee would believe Wade is a hero to anyone? Thank you, none of your business. I felt that, man. I felt it. <laughs> uh, Primark Sanguinia <laughs> says, the definition for hero seems to have changed quite a bit nowadays. Well, you know, that's uh, that's a very good point, uh, huh, Donnelly? We see people who want to put the label hero on things all the time. Oh, you went to a rally and you sat down and ate cookies. You're a hero. Uh, you did this or that. You're a hero. Well, the definition of hero is very, very simple. You put your life on the line to protect others. You put your life in danger to protect others. That is what a hero sometimes, is, right? And sometimes you give up that life. Sometimes you do. In the, yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, there's plenty of adjectives we have in English we could apply to people who do, do great and kind things. But the, this word hero has been completely abused these days because, uh, like we said, the definition is very clear. Uh, but, uh, yeah, thank you very much, uh, Primark Sanguinius. In uh, uh, continue the counting. Amazing they aren't keeping anonymous uh, because it shows how arrogant and how above the law they think they are. Well, that is definitely a truthful statement. Um, Hillel says uh, that's what he claimed in one of his tweets. Mm, that's it. Uh, he did say something like that. Yeah, uh, this seems to be the case. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Hillel says uh, there isn't even an attempt to find out who they are talking about. They don't care if what they say is even true. They just feel like they can say it and win the argument. The progressive, uh, the progressives leftist. Uh, yeah, well, <clears throat> they are left-leaning, but uh, I prefer to use the word progressive, or you could even use SJW, although I think that kid, <laughs> that's a far too honorable word for them. Uh, but uh, because left uh, left and right is not that, you know, it's not a big deal. Uh, it's not a liberal thing. There's plenty of good liberals. As a matter of fact, I probably think Denali's a liberal. Uh, but uh, no, progressives are a completely different animal, and that's what we're talking about, yeah? Yeah. Did I just dox you as a liberal? Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, no, we got we got a lot of no. liberals over here, libertarians, conservatives. It doesn't matter, right? We're not here for the crazy politics. We're here for the fun of it, right? <laughs> to enjoy this yeah. uh, indie revival, right? Yeah. So, and Durekin says, what makes a hero is someone who sacrificed to do the right thing, that's in right. particular to save, rescue, or fix a problem. And that's the case, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what we that's what we see, you know, the greatest heroes are the ones who, you know, either gave up their life, um, usually, and you know, made a positive change in the community. Mm-hmm. I love right this now, one here, I don't Dinelli. this uh from mm-hmm. Matt, he says, Mark rules, Richard drills. I love it. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So every time Trevor and Andrew post, Mark gets another donation. So let me see. Trevor, if you support that, well, let me read what Trevor Sorry, says. Yeah. Okay. If you support this, knowing of his tortious interference with Richard C. Myers and Antarctic Press, you are fundamentally a bad person. Even if you hate D and C, you cannot support this and be in the right because everything Wade did was in the wrong legally and morally. 
This man has is no hero. He doesn't stand up for the weak. He keeps them under his boot. He doesn't care about women. He doesn't care about people of color. He doesn't care about the LGBTQ community. He only uses them as weapon for their own gains. This is an evil man who needs to learn that he doesn't get to ruin other people's livelihood, not anymore. Mm. And that's the and that's the state of affairs right now. Yeah. Well, that. You know- it comes down to this. You don't help someone because they are a LGBT or, or a black person or Indian or whatever diversity we're, uh, you know, title you want to use. You don't help them because of that. You help them because they need help. And therefore, it doesn't matter what they are and what they look like. And that's really what the difference is. The average human helps a person right? These guys don't right. help people. They help a diversity okay. title. This is their problem. Right. And here's the thing. Here's the funny thing. For those who call racism, who's actually labeling everybody into groups? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't see the other side doing this. I see the per- far left progressive and those who oh, say yeah. defends them adding labels. Yeah, no, and majority of per- us don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, the per- and I don't find that, you know, reassuring because last time people started labeling happened around 1933 and um there was a national election that made a certain uh person chandlers of a certain country you know and we had to bear arms you know because we could see the evil of it and about six million people um more or less were affected with adverse (laughs) with adverse uh, endings that are tragic. Um, yeah. So I'll it's just war. leave it like that. Yeah, I'll I'll leave it like that. Hello, G uh, GOP gamer. How you doing? And uh, Eric Huff uh, Huffless is here. Hello. Sorry about <laughs> the last name there, Eric. Uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, as you see here, Danelli, Peter Lacosta says Mark deserves all the support he can get against these bigoted monsters. Denali Lama has been called a bigoted monster. The world is going to end. Unbelievable. Bigoted <laughs> monster. The, the language, they, they it's like they're in some kind of, you know, uh, uh, in contest to see who can come up with the most worse and disgusting thing to call someone else they don't even know. It's funny. But, you know, uh, you know, here's another one from uh, Broen Kelly. Say... I think that would be the way you pronounce that. I stand with Mark because he stands against racism, misogynistic bullies. Okay. <clears throat> so, Thank you. Um, bro, how was it? Bronwyn? Um, maybe. Hmm. Maybe you should talk to Miss Shannon Pierce outlaw hmm. um, and see if you still stand by that statement. Because I believe Miss Shannon Pierce outlaw is black and a woman and he bullied her and her husband. Yeah. Well, and that's, not, and that's he's a not fact. the only one he's done it before. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. No, no. Uh, and that's, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying that just, you know, I recommend you speak with, you know, reach out and see if you still come stand by that comment, but otherwise, you know, 
Well, let's move. we could be here all night and keep could, talking about. We could be, and uh, but uh, we're having fun, and uh, it's uh, it's really enjoying to see these people lose lose their minds over this things that they haven't even bothered to understand. But it's it's actually quite entertaining, and we're not sitting here complaining and railing. We got to go on Twitter and get them. Not at all. We're just having no. a good laugh at it. Is what we're doing. Uh, but uh, uh, Eric says, uh, "I'm a monster, like Grover is a monster." Grover can count and skate. Yes, Eric. I think I'd rather be Oscar the Grouch, but you know, you can take Grover. <laughs> Durankin says, I stand with myself because I don't have to keep an eye on anybody else. To see where oh, oh, I screwed that up for a second. Sorry. I should have right <laughs> No <now>. problem. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Hellet. All right, sorry about that, guys. I'm uh, yeah. just uh, getting ready for the the uh, other aspect I have to do. All right, uh, but anyway, uh, let's go ahead and um, uh, let's move on to something m more fun. What do you say? Yeah, absolutely. Indicron. Yep. Let's talk so about you it got a bit. you got Gusto Early to Rise, which is an anthology book. Um, Again, goodness gracious, what am I doing? <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Uh, still trying to be uh, learn to be professional over here, but uh, we'll we'll get boomerang right. some jump scare. Yes, <laughs> that, that was my hollow. That's what it was. I was just trying to give you a jump scare, like a black cat. Okay, all right. Adios, amigos. Yes. Uh, all right, Absolutely. go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Gusto, early to rise. Yep. So two days left. Um, I believe he still has a long way to make it for his goal interested in his art and you're interested in the small story um this story anthology he has you know check it out um he's his goal right now is for 2500 so i'm guessing that's just the base price for to per to buy uh to print out and do the cost and shipping i would say so, um, yeah. so yeah so if you're interested check it out um this is from junior l uh Ruiz, um, he's yeah. the author on that. And, uh, you know, uh, that's the mm -hmm. one that uh, Pixel Trader, of course, is Indicron. It is a sponsor of Fanspeak, and we thank Pixel for all the things he does to help us. Uh, and uh, he's put that up uh, for the one coming up to close soon to try to get us some focus. But uh, uh, what do you say we choose one of these here, Danelli, and talk about it for the next few minutes uh, before we end our show today? Which one uh, Which one of these uh, looks interesting to you that you would like to talk about? Um, let's see. How... Um... That's a new one. Shall we go? Yeah. This layer, I believe, is already have been funded through Kickstarter. They're now here. Oh. Um, for it, and they actually made it. So yeah, so this has been funded, and they're doing another run with uh, Indiegogo. So they have their art is pretty is good as well. The newest one that came in is Johnny Phantoms um, in the mm -hmm. Tales of New Detroit. Ooh, that's a nice title, huh? Mm -hmm. You want to check that one sure. out? Sure. This is a horror pulp. All right, let's check it out together and let's see what we think. All right, well, there's a piece of art right there. It's very Joker-esque. Uh, it's extremely Joker-esque. Um, mm -hmm. All right, well, uh, they got some other pictures here we can look at. Uh, there's a little bit of looking at a scene. 
looks very Trump-like. Hmm. Uh, he's boxing in a ring or a wrestler, maybe. Uh, they have a yeah. shirt. Well, that's cool. I want a shirt. I need a shirt. We need a fan speak shirt, man. <laughs> That'd be cool. Crypto right, facts. Let's, let's come down <laughs> here and uh, let, let's see sure. here. Um, uh, Johnny Phantom is an 80-plus page story of a 1970s new Detroit hitman who has lost all abi- all ability to care. You guys should go back and check that. Uh, he has pushed away his family, his love, and any feelings of empathy. When a hit on a corrupt priest goes sideways, Johnny is cursed with an immense otherworldly power at the price of what's left of his soul. A mix of underworld gangsters, disco balls, violence, and voodoo. Johnny Phantasm is Beetlejuice meets Scarface. Do you need Beetlejuice versus uh, Scarface, Denali? Is that what you need in your life, man? You know, just I just can only imagine... Um, uh, Montoya coked up dealing with Beetlejuice. Can you imagine that? <laughs> that would be funny, though. That would be a funny version of Beetlejuice, actually. I, I think I could env- envision in my head that would be actually you get a kick out of that. It could be funny if it's that written well, right? What do you think about the art yeah. style? Um, it actually looks better and it's colored as well. So from a lot of the other projects. And I think I like the lines better where the other lines are a little, mm-hmm. um, you feel that they're not confident. This one has a feel of confidence in their drawings. And I like the sequential arts and they're adding the sequential arts to kind of show, yeah, you know, what's showing. Oh, that's cool. No, the art's not so bad. I mean, uh, Art is subjective, of course, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, you know I think it looks fine. It, it's uh, it's not bad. It's not the best, uh, but uh, it certainly has a style. Uh, and Draken actually asked a question over here. I think that's pretty interesting, uh, Danelli. He says that uh, how do you guys feel about flexible funding, uh, where the funds are being used to create the product, but it fails to reach its goal, uh, so can't get the product out nor send back the money. Um, you know that is a good question. Uh, the the you know, do you do a uh, Indiegogo where it's a set and either makes it or it doesn't, which is what I'm used to being over here in Kickstarter, or with this flexible fold uh, 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 goal thing, which uh, could result in people not getting products, right? Right, um, and you have to trust the campaign uh, person who's doing the project as well, um, and you have to have confidence that you know, even if it doesn't make it, that that's the risk you're willing to take. So when you're entering in these projects uh, and they're, they have a, such a high goal and they're not actively advertising and you're not connecting with them, then that's a really higher risk. And that's something that we talk about where we see a lot of these smaller projects fail is because we don't see them, we don't see a lot of noise from them kind mm-hmm. of deal. And it's something kind of like what John Diller has been saying, uh, said with last night's um, fan speak yeah. um, after hours, which was um, you have to bring attention to your work. You have to keep showing the work um, and you have to get the ears of those bigger streams. You just can't expect somebody to say, hey, this is cool. Let's jump. Let's bring you in, you know, so. 
you have to keep pushing to, uh, to showcase your art. And that's the only way you're going to succeed. If not, then your art is doomed to be forgotten, unknown, or unseen. And you're not going to go anywhere. And you're just going to, you're just going to get into a frustration. You're just, get, just going to be frustrated at the end. It is a question. I think we should keep an eye on it. We might want to take some time to research it and, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, give some actual statistics on that. Uh, maybe we should try to contact Indiegogo and get general statistics about those kind of things. And maybe they, they might give it to us. Um, but uh, who knows? Uh, but uh, here we have from Riot Press, uh, Patrick Thomas Parnell. We have Johnny Phantasm in the Tales of New Detroit, 1977. Uh, it actually looks pretty good. Uh, it's a laid out page. It's a good Indiegogo page. We've seen, we've certainly seen worse. Uh, like we were talking with Critias yesterday with his Detective Dead. Mm-hmm. His Indiegogo at first didn't look good. But by the end, by right now, it looks wonderful. And that comic looks really good. And uh, there's a lot of excitement behind it. And I think it's warranted. Uh, so this guy's starting out real nice. It's a good looking page, I think. So yeah, and luck. it's a fixed goal. Yeah. As and well. good luck to you. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, guys. That is our show for today. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. We talked a lot about the, what's going on with the Mark Wade situation, but it's certainly worth talking about. And it gives us a good look into uh, the uh, slings and arrows that keep coming our way for no good reason. Uh, we can uh, sit back and have a good laugh about it. We enjoy all of you guys coming in, uh, sitting here and chatting with us. Thank you very, very much. Uh, and... Um, you know, I can't say much more than that, Danelli. It's just uh, we're having a fun time and a great ride and all this support. And it's uh, it's really good to be on FanSpeak, man. I'm, I'm having fun. How about you? Absolutely. We changed our routine and everything to do this. Absolutely. And I'm, I always look forward to jumping on, talking with you guys and chatting with the chat and those who are listening in the future. You know, I hope you continue supporting us and listening. We're having great fun and we're growing, you know, by the week. So, uh, yeah. Oh, no, it's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing, guys. Uh, And, uh, and, you know, we, we, uh, we keep, we're going to keep doing the best we can. We're going to keep trying to have a, I'm still looking for that perfect stream, Denali. I thought it was going real well today. And then I went and screwed it up by uh, uh, over here on the stream labs by uh, dropping the outro uh, twice real quick. So, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to get that perfect stream, man, but I'm going to keep trying for it. Uh, that's kind of the fun of the challenge for it for me. Uh, but anyway, guys, thanks a lot. Uh, we have all the links down below. Please check those out. Uh, we gave out that um, uh, Craven's Last Hunt yesterday, and uh, Trusty Sidekick won that. I'm going to be sending that out today, actually. Uh, so uh, we're really happy about that giveaway. Um, yeah. And then tomorrow, uh, uh, not tomorrow, but on Tuesday... Um, the 30th, we are going to be doing over and underrated again on yep. uh, Bugs Bear Basement. And the issue that we're going to be reviewing and talking about and getting our analysis uh, is Animal Man issue number five by Grant Morrison. Mm, so Grant Morrison, Animal Man. That was a great run, by the way. Uh, oh, did I just give away my opinion? Oh, <laughs> I got to stop doing that, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely present that. That's going to be fun. Uh, if you guys haven't read Animal Land, do so. We're telling you what we're going to be doing on the Tuesday uh, comic book because we want you guys to go read it, right? Uh, get a copy in any way you can. 
and uh, read it. And therefore, when you come on with us, you can, in the chat, give us your opinions. Do you agree? Disagree? Let's have a conversation about it. That's kind of the fun of the idea. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're going to do that on Tuesday. And, of course, we do comics news uh, today every day. And we have fans speak on fri uh, Fridays as well. And, of course, we have those at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We've tried to take out that block and so that we're always at the same time. So you guys know where we are. You can expect us and come on back. Uh, so thank you all very much uh, for joining us. And we will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.